Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Topper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD, lost in perspective, the way out. And with us in our virtual studio is uh, Christine Robinson, a frequent guest on Attention Talk uh, Radio. Uh, We're going to get into our topic tonight, but before we do, we're celebrating children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, better known as CHAD. Uh, celebration of that event, we got a couple of things. One, we're giving away uh, copies of Attention Magazine, uh, digital copies, that is. To get your copy, all you have to do is listen to our show. We're going to repeat a secret word a couple times through the show. You write it down. Listen to another show. Listen for the secret word. Write it down. Then type both words in an email and send them to me. The address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com, and when we get it, we'll send it to Chad. We'll get you a current um, copy of Attention Magazine in PDF form. And then they'll forward you the next printed copy when it gets in. So, again, just write down two secret words of two shows and send me an email at attention at attentiontalkradio.com. We are very grateful for our relationship with Chad um, and for bringing the show to you um, tonight. Uh, We've got a little tip we're going to run, and we'll get into things. So let's roll the tape. Are you looking for a magazine that's rich in practical information, clinical insights, and evidence-based strategies for managing ADHD? We've got you covered. Chad's award-winning attention magazine will keep you informed and up-to-date on ADHD. Whether you read the print or digital version, Attention Magazine will definitely hold your attention. To start your subscription today, visit chad.org. Thanks again, Chad, for, uh, for your support. For those that don't know, Chad's the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage our listeners to become members of Chad or donate. The financial support is really, really helpful because they're the ones that are on Capitol Hill advocating for us. Uh, They're in different regulatory agencies. Plus, a membership gives you all kinds of great member benefits, lots of really good information, magazine, discounts to uh, conferences and more. So to learn more about that and to donate or join, go to chadd.org. So let's get into the show. Our guest tonight is Christine Robinson, is a certified ADHD coach and an educational consultant certified by the Federation for Children with Special Needs in Boston. Christine has spent over 12,000 hours uh, coaching children, teens, adults, and couples, and college students. She received her bachelor's degree in psychology from Clark University and her master's in education at Pittsburgh State University, graduating summa cum laude, uh, as well as uh, Having her private practices in Nashville, Tennessee, she's also associated with the Hallowell Center in New York City, uh, a certified teacher and master coach who also has 20 years of sales and management slash leadership experience. She's considered an expert in her field of ADHD, special education, advocacy work, and individual education plans. Uh, Christine uh, also has her own training uh, program for those who would like to become ADHD coaches or add that to their existing practice. To learn more, go to her website, addactioncoach.com. And with that, Christine, welcome to the show. Great. Jeff, thank you. Always great to be back. Absolutely. So, hey, everybody, this is kind of an ongoing thing. We started a new thing recently, a lot of lessons learned. Um, as From my experience coaching for 12 years now and uh, interviewing the experts, and um, our topic tonight is lost in perspective of a way out. And uh, 
really the thing is I think people with ADHD, they love, 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 love perspective. At least that's been my experience. They're really drawn to like politics and religion and culture and psychology and quotes and stuff. Um, that's been my experience. How about you, Christine? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I've, I've coached many people, um, as we're just talking a little bit about this before the show, who are kind of addicted to politics, and it, it really does um, affect some of their personal relationships. But I've also had it on, on the other um, the other stream, too, such as psychology or religion. Uh, so I think there's definitely a lot to talk about tonight with this. Yeah, so we're – we're talking about lost in perspective, but this kind of talk about this can this can impact making decisions, deciding kind of what to do. It can have an impact in like producing product, um, like writing those types of things. It can you can get lost in different publishing, different arguments. So we're talking about perspective, but it manifests in a lot of different areas. And the one thing that I guess what precipitated this idea with me, Christine, is I was coaching a woman one time that was a writer. And I think she was going to write something about the Florida lottery. And literally every day she would wake up and she would have a way of looking at the, the topic. And I don't remember. It was something with regard to the Florida lottery or something. But she would write the article and literally she would go to sleep. And then the next day she would read it. And then she'd have a better idea. And she, at least she thought a better idea. And she'd write another article. And then the next day she would wake up and she decided she didn't like that article, but she had a better idea. And, I mean, she literally wrote the article, I think, 15 or 16 times, like every day. And when I started, she mm-hmm. was noticing she was kind of getting lost. And the thing about perspective is there's always a different way of looking at it. And she kept writing it over and over and over. And this would go on forever where she would miss deadline after deadline after deadline. And, I, and to me, this is a good example is every day she'd see it a different way for whatever reason and think that was the way. And she would write it and never actually produce the product. Does that make sense? I mean, have you seen that pattern repeating, uh, like, in any kind of way in your world? Absolutely. You know, and and I feel that some of my clients, you know, because some people may view this as perfectionism, but it's it's almost that continual cycle of doubting yourself. Um, Even when I work with college students who are writing papers, you know, I do encourage them to sleep on it, you know, overnight and then look at it the next morning. But we have to have a finite deadline of when that constant review or editing is done. And I've had multiple students who have, you know, basically gotten extensions on papers and going over and over it. And then when I just tell them, turn it in, it's fine, they end up getting very high grades, A's, B pluses yes. on, on these papers, so. I brought you like that in because you use the word perfectionism, and that's a that's a term that, for me, m- most coaches love that term. It, it drives me crazy because I think it's an overused term. I think that label of perfectionism mm-hmm. is used a lot. And don't get me wrong, I think there's something to that. But in a situation like this, where you're looking at a different perspective, there's the perfectionism, or is there really a better way of looking at it? And it's like an endless search. And when I describe it, if you have ADHD and you're getting labeled perfectionism, well, maybe it is, but maybe it is there's an infinite number of ways to look at it, and you're just having a hard time deciding which one you're going to settle with. Because at the end of the day, what I've learned um, from a perspective perspective is everybody's brain is different. And, Christine, I know this, mm-hmm. is that if I found a strategy or a solution that works – Everybody pay attention to this. If it works for 15% of you, 
15%. That rocks. Listen to this. Most of that stuff that you read in books and those things, it doesn't work for almost everybody. It does work for a good – again, 15% is a big high number. People read those things as if it works for 85% of the people, but that's actually not the case. It's upside down. And one of the things about this is if you write an article and you're trying to convince somebody something, you might get 15% of the people or 30%, which is a really, really good number. But most people are looking for like 100%, and I think they get lost in that. Thoughts on this? Oh, I totally agree. I, I, I mean, and I really start my coaching relationship um, with this statement. You know, if I suggest something for you, my client, um, and you think it's crazy or it's never going to work, just tell me. Because what works for, you know, the three other people that I'm coaching that are similar to you, it, you know, that approach may work for them, but it's not going to work for you just because you're a different person. Yep. And you know, that's why that's why we're taking such a personalized approach to each one of our clients. And it's it's not a one-size-fits-all game here, for sure. Absolutely, because it's all based in perspective. We all have looked at things differently, and mm-hmm. things work differently. So I want to go to break real quick, everybody. We're going to come back. We're going to continue this discussion, um, illuminate some of this stuff. Hopefully you'll, you'll, you'll anchor this a little bit and kind of um, – now take it to heart and find what we'll talk about ways out in a second. So, everybody, our secret word tonight is lost, like L-O-S-T. Our secret word is lost. Um, and you need to check out Christine's website at addactioncoach.com. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Do you worry when your child is left out? Does your child have trouble making and keeping friends? Do they act out in school? Life skills can be challenging for ADHD kids. Learn how you can be her greatest ally. Get your parenting questions answered live the first Monday of every month in a Facebook chat with former Attention Talk radio host Caroline McGuire. She's the author of the upcoming book, Why Will No One Play With Me? Go to www.carolinemaguireauthor.com to learn more. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change the lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. The average annual cost of attending college starts around $25,000. Students who have ADHD are at high risk of dropping out because they haven't learned the critical skills they need to succeed in school. Protect your investment with an Edge Foundation coach, specifically trained to help students with ADHD and Executive Function Challenge make the transition from high school to college. Visit edgefoundation.org to learn more or call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE to get your free college success guide. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by DigCoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, uh, to, to our little show here on Lost in Perspective on Attention Talk Radio, The Way Out. Uh, before the break, we introduced this concept that uh, sometimes uh, we're dealing with people with ADHD, and there's an infinite number of ways of looking at things, and 
people spin around, they get lost, they go on for on for days and hours trying to find that one aha nirvana where it all kind of clicks and trying to convey it to everybody out there that that doesn't always, that doesn't happen a lot. Um, before the break, we were actually talking about, for me, if I had a tip or tip or strategy that worked for 15% of the population, that's really high. Uh, when you think about a lot of those stuff, you know, 2% might work. That's the realistic part of this stuff. So another exercise I wanted to kind of do is years ago, um, I went out and I, uh, I looked up uh, words like belief, thought, idea, um, those types of things. And I started taking a look at the definition. It's interesting because – see if I can kind of get this right. The word uh, idea is used in the definition of concept. It's used in the definition of thought. It's used in the definition of interpretation and in belief. Um, let's see. What else? Opinion is used in judgment in perspective the whole point really is, is what i found is that you take a look at all these words and they're using other words collectively to describe their stuff so sometimes i kind of go well what is the difference between a thought a belief a feeling all this kind of stuff and the point really is it's all perspective sometimes it's a narrowing of focus and a, a larger focus but basically is there's this thing in your brain maybe you have a collection of them that was your belief or faith but the idea a thought idea or whatever you can really get lost in this in choosing the words. And again, I think sometimes with people with ADHD, they're looking for the perfect word for the perfect situation. Sometimes exists, but a lot of times they get lost and they spend hours and hours ruminating and going around in circles or worrying and not being able to choose the right one. Another example of why they just struggle with it. And at the end of the day, what I've learned, uh, Christine, is sometimes if you step out of it and you notice this from a bigger picture and you see what you're doing, it's easier just to let it go and go, oh, there I am again, swirling around, lost in words. I've just got to pick one and go with it. Make sense? Yes, and this is where good friends and good coaches come into play. Um, <laughs> Dr. Hallowell, Dr. Hallowell always says, and he has a book called Worry, never to worry alone. And there is so much truth to that because so many times all of us to some degree, you know, um, make something more into a catastrophe than it really is. And if you can just talk to a trusted friend or a coach and say, this is what I have on the table, whether it's, you know, something to do with school or your career or money or whatever, if you really spell it out, all your whole perspective changes. So there's that word again, perspective. And, you know, so you might have believed that, oh, my gosh, I'm going to fail this course. But when you actually look at your grades and, and take a step back, well, if I get an 82 on the final, then I'll pass. I'll get a C minus. I'll get a C. At least I'll pass the class. So you, you take the spin. We're helping to take the spin out of that and just that constant worry, for, you know, and Worry takes a lot of energy, Jeff, as you know. Um, so if we can decrease that and use it for more positive things, then we're helping. It's funny because when you start to I, – I, I interviewed Sharon Celine a, a while ago on the difference between yeah. worry and anxiety. And I've tied this to working memory. I've been talking about when your working memory is taxed, and I don't want to yeah. go into it because I've got some attention exercise. But when you're trying mm -hmm. to remember more things than you can get in your brain, that starts to – Manifest is worry, which creates anxiety. Anxiety is the physical manifestation of worry. When you have that anxiety, you begin to get emotional about it. You get into really kind of overwhelmed. So you get overwhelmed because you can't think of all the different perspectives. 
And so the idea is really to recognize this. I loved what you said about the Hollywood quote, never worry alone. Another example of this is I've actually got – I found this on the internet, and I actually have a, a dig coaching version of it. There's just five stick figures in the middle of it. They're all black, and the one in the middle of it's blue. And I have people look <laughs> at the picture, and I say, what do you see? The blue one, I say, what do you think of that? Well, that's, some will say, well, it's special, and other ones will say it's different. It's the same picture. But I'll <laughs> sit there and say – I'll have this conversation. I'll write a piece about it about how really it's, you know, I look at it special because everybody wants to stand out. In fact, when you have the blue one with a black backdrop, it looks like it's kind of in front of all the other ones and blah, 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 blah. And I'm trying to convince Mm -hmm. people, but if you're somebody who has ADHD and you're struggling, as much as I say that, a lot of people are, no matter what I'm going to say, they're going to interpret it as different because they don't want to be different. It's kind of funny because we Mm -hmm. all long to be special, but we don't want to be different. You see how we get lost in this perspective. So writing a piece that's going to convince everybody that it's one way or another because people have very strong emotions or very strong beliefs. Again, we can get lost in perspective here and go spinning round and round and round. And the idea is to illuminate this stuff so some of you guys can go, stop. (laughs) Listen, just pick one. Done is better than perfect is a great saying. And I've used that quite a bit uh, for the people that I work with. How about you, Christine? Well, absolutely, because I've had people miss work deadlines, you know, if they need written contract or certain action items that they can't, you know, they they seemingly can't make a decision about what to do or how to proceed. Of course, I've had many, many students get lost in that, and it's important to be able to teach our clients to set firm deadlines for themselves so when we're not there, they can do this on their own. It does take practice. It does take, you know, kind of chunking things in in smaller steps to make sure you're on track, but it can be done because I've I've done it with people, especially, especially with students, because their success rate goes up so high. You know, kids that I've worked with on academic probation and now they're off, off of it and succeeding. Absolutely. All right. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We're going to start tying this into decision-making and some other things, and we're also going to start talking a little bit about working memory, uh, which Christine and I did a show, two shows last August about students going into um, college and about how working memory is more taxed in college and stuff. If you get a chance, go check that out. It was a good interview. Actually, two good interviews. Again, our secret word tonight is LOST, L-O-S-T, and uh, check out Christine's uh, website at addactioncoach.com, and with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. You can't go off to college with them, but we can. Visit EdgeFoundation.org to learn more how an Edge coach can help your student reach their full potential. You can also call 206-632-9497 and use promo code EDGE and get a free college success guide. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? 
You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay, do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome every, back, everybody. We're having a great conversation about lost in perspective, very common theme among people with ADHD. I have no research to back it up, but i got to tell you something. I think there's a disproportionate number of people um, that are in psychology class, um, among other things, because of the different perspectives, the different ways to look at the world, uh, religion, politics, culture, uh, travel. A lot of the people, because of the newness and stuff, I just find that they kind of gravitate to it. I've really been trying to acknowledge what perspectives are and how there's an endless number of these, and sometimes if you really are aware the, the trick really, the way out of it is, is to recognize when you're in perspective and sometimes, hey, listen, there's no one way that's going to get everybody and you have to stop and really kind of step out of it. I want to go to another, another area right now. People with ADC often have difficulty making decision, and it's related to this. And it's, it's kind of contextual, which is how you're looking at it. <clears throat> Christine, the first time I really, really remember coaching somebody on decisions where they said, I want coaching on decision, I said, well, tell me about it. And they said, well, you know, you could ask me something like something simple, like which is better, an apple and orange? Sounds simple enough. He said, "Not my brain." <laughs> I go to in the fall. I man in the, a warm fall breeze biting into that Granny Smith. Oh my God, it tastes so good! But then during Thanksgiving, I love that ambrosia salad, which is the, the oranges and I guess the coconut or something. But then again, in May, in February, there's nothing better than a hot apple cider or that cinnamon stick. But you know, there's nothing that quenches your thirst better like orange juice in the summertime. And I'm like. I'm listening to the guy laughing to him, and he says, you know, if you could give me the context, then I can tell you what the answer is. Like, which is better in February? He goes, an apple. But the problem is they got no context, and i got all these perspectives, and I can't make a decision. And literally, as, as I started coaching him, he started laughing. He says, you know, we, we begin to realize, and he would just ask people, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And, and everybody's like, well, you can't make a decision. And we began to realize is what he really was kind of doing was like polling the crowd, and 60% said apple. That's how he made his decision. And mm-hmm. I'm saying this because it sounds like a silly little story, but I coach it like at least once a week because people get lost in the, the way of looking at some things and they're not aware of it. And I've, I've written some other things like you know, the perspective sometimes is particularly if you've got all kinds of different things you're looking at, sometimes you pick the best of the worst because a lot of times there's lots of perspectives and people don't like any of them. Or another way I have people make decisions is they'll say, listen – before you sit down and go get something like a car, write down a list of all the non-negotiables. Like I want an SUV that's like uh, got leather seats, uh, Bose stereo, that is 60 miles per gallon, less than 35,000, that's reliable like a Toyota or Honda. Once you come up with those mm-hmm. ne- non-negotiables, then you go look and it reduces the number of choices that you have down to like two or three and then you can pick among them. Again, it's all just a strategy to kind of help you get out of being lost in those perspectives. So. In this topic, we can see that you go around in circles, but we also can see how this starts to affect decision-making. And when you become aware of that, sometimes literally it comes down to flip a coin or – Christine, I'll go anywhere you want to dinner as long as you decide. It makes some sense? Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, one of the things I was also thinking about is just listening to your gut. And, and I, I talk to clients a lot about that because it's almost like – when you're a student and you take that multiple choice test, the first 
thing that you're gravitating to on that test is usually the right answer. But then people go back in a race, right? And they switch it. So I I really try to talk through with clients what that means to listen to your gut and to have to really kind of tune in to your perceptive qualities that you definitely have. And also talking about just listening in general, like listening to yourself, listening to others, and really putting the, 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 the importance on each of those things, but to also what it means to be an active listener. Um, so it all kinds of t- – it really just all ties in together. Yep. That makes sense. Absolutely. It's funny because I, I – I didn't expect to get into this. Everybody, we did another show on this. If you just do attention talk radio, I think it's intuition. Uh, for People talk about intuition and gut is his gut. I never understood it, and I'm going to share this with the people that are out there. Um, maybe it will help you because it's really helped me a lot, um, and I believe this. You have different kinds of attention. You have uh, directed attention, passive attention, internal attention, external attention. What I'm going to talk about is narrow attention and scanning attention. Narrow attention is like sending a text. Scanning attention is driving down the road. You have cars accelerating, decelerating. You've got stop signs. You've got traffic. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And when you have narrow attention, you can really focus and you can identify something. Scanning attention is you're picking up all at one time. I personally believe, and I'll never be able to prove this, that those with with ADHD have a heightened sense of scanning attention. And what that is is they're picking up on patterns in the world. And the issue is they don't know what it is because their narrow attention hasn't figured it out. So I'll never be able to prove this This is true. But if you ever – Christine, you ever walked up and said there's something about this person that's different? Like my gut tells me there's something different, and then all of a sudden you realize that they shave their mustache off? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. That's an example of you have this picture that you have in your mind, and there's something different about it. You, you don't know what it is, but you're picking up on it. And it's not until your narrow attention actually says, oh, the mustache is missing. It's there. So I, I remember this in college. My roommate in college, his name was Dave. And I began to realize, like, Dave, are you drunk? And he'd go, yeah. And, like, everybody else would look at me like, how do you know he's Because he didn't he – didn't, he looked like he was, like, sober most of the time when he was drinking. And <laughs> about February, I began to realize when he was drinking too much, his head leaned forward about two inches, inch and a half, two inches. And then when he got mm-hmm. like that, I pointed out to everybody, I'm like, you can tell Dave's intoxicated. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Again, <laughs> my, I was picking up on a mannerism or behavior that was relatively slight, but I wasn't aware of it until I was able to point it out. Now, understand is that your gut sometimes is wrong because you can see a pattern in the world, and maybe it's an individual and you see it in somebody else or it's a different culture. You can misread it, but I wanted to take this opportunity to go back. That's how I define what intuition is. You're picking up on patterns and anomalies because you're looking at everything in its entirety, and I do believe people with ADHD have a heightened sense of that. Again, we'll never prove it because it's not until we can point it out that we could actually run a science experiment. But looping back to what Christine was talking about is when you get those, these, those tests and stuff sometimes going with the gut because then you go back and you start rereading them and you get lost in perspective sometimes, and sometimes you're picking something up. So I didn't mean to get too far off course, but I always like to take that opportunity to find that because a lot of people I find useful. So anyway, thanks for listening. And by the way, did you like that definition of, of gut or intuition? Oh, oh I do. Yes, and, and I also think that people get into a comfort zone with behaving this way. Um, it's comfortable yep. for them 
I mean, not that not that it's positively comfortable, but it's a pattern of behavior that that they get in and can't really sort themselves out of it because changing it makes you very uncomfortable. Absolutely. So, I want to kind of get into kind of start pulling the wrapping this thing up. I was, um, Christine. I was I was years ago. I still get. I think I get on. Seth Godin's blog, he's a marketer or whatever, which is funny because the guy writes blogs and stuff all the time, and it's all perspective-based. Oh. It cracks me up how often he contradicts himself. But anyway, one day in particular, he had this thing. He says, you want to drive yourself crazy? Go give a presentation at a conference, and then go outside and look what everybody's saying about it on Twitter. And he goes, basically, you'll sit there and go, I didn't say that. I, I didn't even mention that. How did they get that from that thing? And it's funny because I've, I've – <laughs> I was in Philadelphia doing a workshop on working memory, and I got done, and people started coming out and talking to me about, like, working memory. I mean, they were in the presentation. I did mm-hmm. – I mean, I was there. I'm like, how the hell did you get that from what I said? It makes no sense at all. Again, <laughs> again, it's all about perspective and stuff like that, and it was funny because I'm like, okay, you're – you know, you believe – your belief is your belief, and I really – I was using attention exercises, and you – Christine, you and I have done this before, so people can say it in their in their head and they can see it. So I can reduce the amount of like emotions and stuff going in. But the thing about the, that quote is that you want to drive yourself crazy. Go listen to what everybody said about after you say something, give a presentation because everybody's got a different perspective. And it's amazing how often you'll go, you totally didn't get what I was saying. But that's the reality of the world. So well, is it, is it, is it, it's, it's just like people make bad witnesses. If, if they see yes. a crime and they're trying to identify someone, most people get it wrong. Most people get it completely <laughs> wrong, which is – I'm not going yeah. to digress into that. But at the end of the day, the, the point of the show is people, people probably like, oh, my God, lost in perspective, the way out. So, Jeff, give me the one, two, three, four. Well, if I gave you the one, two, three, four, that's only going to work for 15% of you. So most of you wouldn't get it. The end of the day is you've got to understand what the nature of perspective is. Everybody looks at something like stick figures, five black and one, one that's blue, and they bring emotion. They bring a belief system. They bring things to the table that you can't control. And at the end of the day, that notion of done is better than perfect. Sometimes backing out and just realizing what's going on and saying, hey, I need a contact. I'm just going to flip a coin. This can save people with ADHD an enormous amount of time and if you're calling yourself a perfectionist on something, you could be, but a lot of times I'm finding is that your issue is you keep looking at it. There's an infinite number of ways of paying attention to it. You just need to realize it and stop and go, you're never going to find that one that's going to be perfect for anybody. So that's my two cents. Anything to add before we close this out? No, I, I think it's perfect. Um Perfectionism can really cause problems. I mean, I think we need to be explicit about that. And maybe for people, you know, like in terms of negative self-talk and things like that, to try to take that out of their thought process and just look at the task at hand and break it down and set the deadline. That would probably be the, the simplest place to start anyway. There you go. Done is better than perfect, so... Anyway, everybody, yeah. our secret word tonight is lost. <laughs> Christine's website is addactioncoach.com. With that, Christine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, you're very welcome. I enjoyed it. Everyone, check our website out, addactioncoach.com. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.